0: what's going on everybody you are listening to the playing on podcast my name is carl markowski and thank you for joining me once again on this beautiful beautiful morning i have some uh, some hot cocoa right now i'm not drinking coffee uh i probably should but it's just sugar-free cocoa so uh in a christmas mug i'm very seasonal right now Hmm. it kind of does the trick though in the morning a little bit of hot cocoa uh Actually, a lot of bit of hot cocoa. I'm drinking. It's a it's a decent sized mug, um, but anyway, to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by CK Fight Life, who right now has a plethora of things going on right now on their website and uh, and, and sales. They have uh, the 2019 CK line of uh, of of pants, of clothing, of jerseys, of packs. Uh, they also have The uh, the rash guards for jujitsu and geese, which I actually just received mine a few days ago. That thing is it's nasty, man. If you guys enjoy uh, jujitsu, please check out CK Fight Life. If you enjoy paintball, check out CK Fight Life. They have all kinds of awesome gear and um, very very cool company. But um, but another thing, cool thing that they do is they do laser engraving on markers, and you've seen them uh, on the. On the pro field, for sure, with uh, with Houston Heat. A couple guys have those done. And uh, I, be- I believe another, f- I don't know if another guy on Houston Heat does or somebody else. I, I-, I see them all over the place. But um, if you guys want to check out their website, they have all the information there. Uh, all the way from the jujitsu aspect of things to the paintball side to the paintball marker laser engraving side. But um, make sure you hit them up. Get something done. They have great deals going on right now. CKFightLife.com. We're also brought to you by Charm City Paintball, who has a ton of Gucci. No, not a ton, because, I mean, a lot of his stuff is limited. Well, all of his stuff is limited that he makes. But um, he has probably what looks to be maybe like 15, maybe 15, 20 uh, Gucci patterns. There is a red one that is really sick. Uh, but he has all kinds. Um, he's trying to bring back the black. I know that was really popular. But anyway, Mike at uh, Mike over at Charm City hand sews all of this stuff. It, it looks amazing. It's, it's great quality work. Uh, we just sent a headband out to uh, Nick Laval, who's going to be wearing one. Uh, a bunch of pros on the pro circuit are going to be wearing these headbands. They're, they're so awesome. They're very limited quality. And the, I'm sorry, limited quantity, awesome quality. Uh, But if you guys have not yet, please check him out over on Instagram, Charm City Paintball, and uh, the same thing. Whoa, looks like he might have a website, charmcitypaintball.com. I just noticed that. Well, holy shit. Go check that out. I'm sure he has all the information you guys need over there. Make sure to let him know that Carl from Playing on Podcast is sent you over there. So, uh, thank you, Mike. We are also brought to you by Rise Custom. Uh, these guys are out of Greece and they've made custom jerseys for uh, the Outlaws. I have seen them make, uh, he actually, they actually made uh, a couple shirts for me. The Playing on Podcast shirts will be, which will be out very, very shortly. Um, and then also, he does uh, custom compression gear. So, Anything that you, let's see if I can bring it up here. I know that you guys can't see this, but they have, yeah, so they have, uh, they have jerseys, they have t-shirts, they have tank tops, shorts, polo shirts, t-shirts, and uh, zip-a-putty, compression gear, all this stuff can be, can be supplemented onto, and uh, banners, hats, barrel bags, headbands, and have it all be matching. Um, I believe all of the outlaws have, have the undergear. Have the outer gear, and it's all made by by Rise. It's it's really really cool stuff. Um, I just recently started working with them, and they're gonna be making the uh, the Playing on Podcast T-shirts. the The quality is really really nice. That it's super soft, super soft, super light, and uh, they came up with the uh, with the one design for me. I think it's really really cool. It has the the Playing on Podcast uh, the 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 name of the podcast on there. I've had plenty of compliments on it. It's, it's so, it's so cool. Um, I don't know people in the video, are you guys going to be able to see this, but uh, we have this t-shirt here and then we'll also have the, uh, the logo tee, which is going to be this one right here. So if you're listening, go back and check out the video for that part, but I'll also be posting on uh, social media here, probably over the weekend about how to get these bad boys. So, Thank you so much to Rise Custom Gear. Make sure you guys check them out, risecustom.com. And for the holiday season, we are lastly brought to you by Shock Tech Paintball. And if you don't know who Shock Tech is, they've been around for a long time. And right now, what's hot? Mechanical markers, especially autocockers. And I have been looking at the Shock Tech site. And holy shit, do they have some sweet markers on this site? It's uh, it's Danny Love, and he's assembling all of these by hand. And the the five star section is um, they have this green and black one that is amazing, matte gloss black. These things are sick, man. Honestly, I I'm gonna have to learn how to shoot one for sure, um, because I'm gonna be playing with the the gunfighters for um, for the 10man mechanical and I I don't know how he creates these things and how they shoot so well it, it's amazing but uh, if you head over to Shock Tech paint Bo- or shocktechusa.com they have the uh, the gunfighter 1.5 frame on sale right now there's limited qualities It also has uh, a bunch of markers on under the five star rating as well as the four star uh four star is just there might be tiny little blemishes or something like that to not exactly qualify for a five star but uh but everything that you could think of to build your own or have one built by danny is on this website so make sure you check them out shock tech and uh and let them know that uh let them know that i sent you over there and get yourself a nice, shiny new marker for the ten man series. So, thank you to all of our sponsors. Appreciate it. Uh, this podcast is with Max Lundqvist, and I've known Max for a long, long time. And it's weird. Him and I kind of talked about this too. Like we, like we knew each other, uh, you know, throughout the years. But at the same time, we we never really had. A conversation as long as we had on the podcast and this is why I love this so much is because you get so much more in depth with people and you kind of you kind of you scratch the surface on who their character is as you know as a friend or a fan maybe even Uh, but once you kind of dive in with a podcast with somebody it's they really start to kind of reveal themselves and uh, Max is a genuinely great guy, awesome character, a great ambassador for the sport. And, uh, what I admire so much about him is that he is a, he's so he's creative. He, he thinks outside the box. He, he's always trying to think of, you know, the next, not necessarily the next best thing, but how to maybe make something more convenient, something better. What is, what is this product or, or this missing and how can I make it better? And, um, you know, I, I, I admire him for that, and I, I think he's a great character. I, I think he's a great person, um, and I, I was super stoked to be able to have him on the podcast and, uh, and talk about a few things. So without further of my babbling any further, <laughs> here is the podcast with Maximus Lundqvist. I appreciate you doing this.
1: Of course, I appreciate you doing this.
0: I <laughs> love, yeah, I love I, yeah, I talking to people, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it seems like it's going uh, really good for you, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of uh, a lot of positive feedback, and you know, a lot of people are enjoying all the conversations that I'm having. And I think they, I think mostly it's it's, you know, you hear all these paintball stories, and you only know you know this much about these people that you that you watched over the years you might follow them on instagram or or social medias or whatever but i don't think you really you don't really understand them like you would if you sit down for an you know hour and a half conversation with them
1: yeah no 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 i i i i 100 agree with that it's it's uh it's very like um uh Disarming, so to say, Mm -hmm. uh, to sit for a while and like you dare show like your weaker side, vulnerability. Yes. Word I'm looking for.
2: uh, You open up. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. Hello, hello, hello.
0: Oh, gotcha. There it is.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, They're not so small these ones, but uh, <laughs> but they're really freaking good. The the sport. Actually, I take that back because both my pairs, like um, I, I, changed them one time, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second pair is now failing on me too. Can I just uh, do a refill of the coffee and then uh, we'll Absolutely. get
0: started? That is that is tackle and fuel for the uh, for the podcast industry's coffee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> can't have enough. Coffee. I might lose you a little bit now I'm walking through my kitchen which is being re- redone here so it looks like a war zone <laughs> and I asked uh, asked um, my work is not to to go crazy with the power tools yeah. the next hour or so so <laughs> let's cross our fingers <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i had have to uh, I have to put in a new entry and uh, and rear door in the house this weekend so that should be fun and it's probably... 30 or so degrees outside maybe not
2: even that
1: nice yeah nice so that's it's fantastic <laughs> yeah your fingers like it, when you hit when you hit the hammer with it <laughs> when it's freezing it's gonna feel so good Ugh. it's like you remember that like in the beginning when we played paintball all the time
2: mm.
1: even uh, didn't matter how how cold it was and you got shot on the fingers that was Ugh. awesome
0: you know I still never really got on the whole the whole glove boat thing I've, I wore gloves like here and there periodically mostly mm-hmm. in the cold um but i never really got on the on wearing gloves all the time i kind of like the the feeling of of playing and feeling that yeah. the dirt and the grass and the paint and everything in your in your hand when you're playing
1: yeah i agree 100 percent um and and especially us that did um, the the semi-pro uh, i mean s- semi-automatic mm-hmm. where you had to be like ah! uh, I, I did a pair of gloves uh, that I actually started wearing, and they're like only, only like this super stretchy material. And these ones I can play in, yeah, but other ones forget about it. It's like, uh,
2: mm
1: hmm. Malloy, is always like, he has got like, always like full fingers, so yeah. And um, and he must have small fingers, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so did Ugh. a little change here. Nice, I, I paint, painted this with uh, like. Uh, Actually, by hand, these drips. Because I tried like to do it on the computer, but it never came out good. So mm-hmm. I wanted like kind of like a Brooklyn kind of New York nice. uh, graffiti style t-shirt. Nice.
0: Did you? You're always trying to be, you know, and that's one thing I've known about you. Uh, you know, throughout these years, is have you always been trying to innovate and and create something that, uh, you know, what is, something that's going to be convenient for the player, but also necessary. And I think that's one thing that I've admired you uh, admired about you is uh, is that aspect of your character. Is is it's, it's, it's cool. just very intriguing.
1: I think it's uh, I think it's from uh, how we grew up. Like it was, you know, when like it's like you hard winters, and then you have to like be efficient. Otherwise, why do we need it for? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, like. Uh, you know, like, there's this children's book that I'm reading uh, for my kids, and they're flying on this balloon thing, and they're in there, and it's like going down, 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 and yeah. they, like, just throwing out whatever they don't need. And it's like, I think in life, if you do that as well, just try to dump everything that you don't really need. And the same with, you know, like the products, like try to cut out whatever you don't need, and just bring you exactly what you need. And, mm-hmm. and um, and you can in i think you can uh, maybe we should save this for the podcast itself (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
0: because i want to go back to the beginning of um Mm -hmm. i'm sure if you guys haven't heard um if you guys haven't heard heard, uh, heard. max was on uh a podcast called the paintball podcast with uh with mike zapantis and Mm -hmm. uh that i really enjoyed listening to that one but uh Hopefully we won't have you repeat yourself too much on going back on your on your history and everything. But I also want to yeah, I also want to hear bit about old, how <laughs> so
1: that might happen. Sorry, That's all right. I, I don't remember any part, so
0: yeah. That's all right. Have
1: I told you this story? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm so used to saying the same shit on this podcast over and over and over again. People are probably so sick of like the points that I try and pull across. But the thing is, is that you know you only have these conversations with people. Um, you know, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, but it's like you and I have never sat down and had a conversation like this. Like, and that's what I've, that's what I've stressed too, about like paintball relationships, paintball friendships, right? It's you and I, we're, we're friends. Right, we're, we're we're pretty good friends, you know. We're we're first name basis, and and um, we'll always stop and say Mr. hi Markovsky. to each other.
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And special to see you, Mr. Markovsky. <laughs> and this goes back to the
0: uh, the tip when I played on Tipman, and you were on the Russian Legion and Joy and everything. So this goes mm-hmm. way back. But the thing is, is that what's so strange about it is that we only ha- we've only had those little encounters, and we've had maybe maybe. Twenty-minute conversations, but nothing really. I feel over that, but yet year after year we always see each other, so it's like we know each other. But really, we we, you know, five times a year we see each other, you know, and, and talk to and each I, other. I've
1: been thinking about that, um especially since I got in heavily into like downhill mountain biking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, everyone's so cool because I used to snowboard, I used to surf. Uh, I mean, a snowboard, surf, skateboard, uh, paintball, and and all of those sports, golf, like all of those sports are like super, super similar. I figured out like this is what I get stuck to. But anyway, so because they're very mental, mm-hmm. so, uh, so very mental sport. Um, so, so in the mountain bike scene, it's like everyone's so friendly. It doesn't matter who it is you talk to. I like I bought some some parts from a guy in in washington um state and he's like on the other side of the globe for me and he was like talking to for me to me for an hour about breaks (laughs) which was awesome so i I figured it out why it is like that okay there's no competition there's plenty of trails for everybody Uh like everyone's got cool gear that you're like looking at that you used to have in paintball you know you used to you had your own shopper you know like your your paintball market was like your own like harley davidson the aftermarket different stuff. Of that, yep. yeah? so to get to the point here we're shooting each other we're playing on different teams you're trying to steal my meat i you know we're going for the same same thing yeah. and it's i think the basic natural instinct tells you that oh carl is on that team and we might play them in the Quarterfinals, and he's trying to steal our trophy, which is like if you look back at it, was the the deer meat or yeah. something that tribe was trying to steal that meat from us and so on. Mm-hmm. S- sorry for uh, talking about meat, all you vegetarians or vegans, but <laughs> but that's like that's where we come from, and I think mm-hmm. it's so. I think it's uh, I think it's a little bit naive to to think that we're so sophisticated uh, and that we're so like oh we're so you know, different today than we were back in the days. And it's like, why do we love paintball? Because we go and hunt Mm -hmm. in a peaceful way. We shoot people without going to jail. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It is is a very aggressive and very violent sport in that way. Not violent, but you know what I mean? Like it Mm -hmm. brings out the worst in you.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's 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 Well, it brings out the worst and it brings out the best. You know and and, and and it's just like you know and you can compare it um, you know you can compare paintball to downhill mountain biking to jiu-jitsu to all these other things that involve competition whether it be competition with other people but at the end of the day I feel like no matter what competition is it's always with yourself as long as you love doing it and and that is I think the relationship between all of these extreme sports I mean, you, you can throw the relativity in with, you know with the mainstream sports and everything, but with the extreme stuff, it, it's so um, individually oriented. But I mean, paintball is a team sport, yes, but there, there's so much individual skill and, and uh, just discipline needed that you could that you could relate to other other extreme sports across the board
1: and a lot of safety too with mm-hmm. you know the mass the barrel backs so, so that adds up a little bit even more to the discipline part i think
0: yeah yeah like there's a lot that goes in into soccer
1: it. you never have to be you worry about security in soccer or lots of other sports mm-hmm. um, which uh, i was just adding that because uh, of how great painful is and yeah. especially for young kids that can learn a lot it's almost like a mini version of the army, you know, like, yeah, but it's cool. You can do it with tons of different ages. Everyone's like on the same level. Mm-hmm. So so sorry sorry to interrupt you, but no, I was no. just thinking there like team sport, individual sport. um Yeah, because you have your own battle. There's yeah, mm-hmm. now we'll get it. So in soccer, there's one ball in basketball. There's one ball in American football. There's one ball. But here there's like billions of <laughs> yeah. every individual battle that you're doing, Mark, Uh, Call uh, down the tape. There is super important, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, your back player is having another battle with the with the with the with the back player behind the guy that you're battling with. So it's like a billion different individual little moments that come in together, which I think makes paintball very unique because it's so complex. Like on one field layout, there's a billion combinations Mm -hmm. of how to play it. And yeah. that's why I love play uh, watching you play and watching Malloyd play and watching federal play and they like they see the matrix you guys see the matrix so much so so you like use all these different angles of the field maybe you're only using like five percent of what could be done on the field but mm-hmm. still it's hundred percent two hundred percent more than most other players would do if you know what i mean
0: yeah well i thank you for throwing me into that uh, group of guys those are some legendary guys man i appreciate that <laughs> um
1: dude you played on excessive world dominating <laughs> team for many many years so so you you have definitely done you are definitely a legend my friend uh,
0: well well, thank you very much. Um, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about your um, you know your legendary career and and how that started and and where paintball got involved with not only yourself but also with your uh, with your brother. Um, where did uh, how did this whole craziness that is paintball uh, kind of wedge its way into your
2: life?
1: Um, okay, i probably said this a million times. There was a super cool movie called Gotcha that came out in the eighties late 80s i would say and they were actually in the college that they had they had this like game where they would um mark each other like that you mm-hmm. get a like a note who to mark and it was with paintballs like so in school you would just come up and shoot someone with <laughs> paintball. Oh, you had like Pew! oh and then you were out yeah. of the game you had to be on your watch all the time and it was so cool my brother and me were like oh that's what we've been looking for our whole lives because we we're like huge fans of (laughs) Rambo and 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 uh, all those like Red Scorpion with Dolph Lundgren. We're like very impressed by. Yeah,
0: big action. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, At that time, you didn't really think about consequences of war and stuff like that. It was just cool Uh, anyway. uh, So once it got legal in Sweden, 1991, we um, we, uh, my brother said, like, I'm gonna buy a PGP. You should definitely join. And it was so cool because my brother is four years older than me, and yeah. we like, I was always the little guy, like being in the way and and so on. So, so I was like, so it was a lot of money for me at the time, and I saved up. So I'm like, uh, but you know, your brother's your idol, so uh, a lot of times. So so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then that just made us go from like here to like,
2: pfft. yeah
1: like super good friends and we did fight a lot too on the painful field so
0: i don't but doubt that man solve... i've got a brother and sister
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you solve the fights you become stronger together after uh, because you understand each other more mm-hmm. and i think um, i mean i had no clue what 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 door was opening at the time when when we bought those uh, paintball guns. Uh, but uh, I'm so grateful and so happy that 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 I said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, just the feeling like the first time, like that combination of like being super duper scared and like you fearing for your life. Pretty much the first year, that oh, yeah. every time I played painful, I thought this could be the day that I die. <laughs> <laughs> seriously like it, it that, has that,
0: it, that that fight or flight feeling yeah
1: yeah and, and uh but it still felt so good to oh, oh, i'm gonna get that guy it's like mm-hmm. there's something inside of me like so uh, and i figured out now that i have kids what well, it was but that's a very long story so mm-hmm. so anyway it just uh please it just satisfied so much inside of me when i was playing paintball and it the the coolness and everything you feel after paintball game was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, and also to just on top, mm-hmm. add on top of that, like at the time in Sweden, like the, like the, uh, once we got into tournament paintball, which took like about a year to start, <laughs> the, the paintball scene, the tournament scene in Sweden was like this full of like these, like hardcore criminals and like really like, <laughs> Really? Yeah, you you check out Aftershock. I'm sure there was some <laughs> tough guys yeah, in team back in
0: the day. The, the stories of the guys who, who used to play yeah. paintball back in the day, not only on Aftershock, yeah. but just across the board. I mean, was, yeah. it, it was a man's sport. There wasn't kids really who were playing at the, at the level that those guys were playing at.
1: Mm-hmm. So me being from like one of the... Richer parts of Stockholm mm-hmm. playing on the same team as a guy that was on the cover of every newspaper, him and his friends, like, and the newspaper said, This is the most, these are the two most dangerous guys in Sweden. And I, here I am, like, playing paintball with him. He used so to draw backs.
2: <laughs> How old were you at the time?
1: Uh, I started 15, so I was about 19, maybe 18, 19, but I was still, you know, like. You think you're a grown up, but you right, you no think idea. you know everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah.
0: Hey, let me That's let me put you on pause for it's... a quick sec. I gotta blow my nose. I'm tired of sniffling in front of your, you know, in your ears. One sec. Okay,
1: so I'll get some coffee. <laughs> Just my sixth cup today. Oh. Oh, you're you're sick or just morning? morning.
0: No, it's just early and my I'm in my basement right now and it's it's cold and I was in my warm oh. bed so I don't know if that transfer of energy is is uh, sniffing but I I could just I could hear myself sniffle in the mic every time. I'm sure anybody yeah, yeah, who's yeah. going to be listening to this is going to be like Jesus Christ, blow your nose, you turd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um um I don't know. I've been doing cold water showers for a year and a half, almost two years now. Really? February, and what I found in the mornings when I take it, it sucks the first five seconds. Like right? you're like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, after like thirty seconds, like one minute, maybe two minutes,
2: mm-hmm. I can like completely
1: like clear my nose. I think it's because you breathe so heavily, it kind of fixes the nostrils, like yeah. the sinuses or whatever. So after like a minute and a half, it's just like and then it's like then it's all gone, you know, Really? so uh, I can I can send you can can you uh, if you're interested, I, I don't know, like not a lot, not a lot of people are into it, but if you want to, you can Google 15 or 16 benefits of cold water showers. And I heard so many people did it on the Tim Ferriss podcast. So I was like, once I read the the, the benefits, I was like, if I don't do this, I'm freaking stupid. I told myself, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I've listened to
0: cool. Ferris a couple times, and I think I've, I've heard him mention uh, the cold, the cold showers.
1: Yeah, and 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 I mean, I think every person, every happy person, gets depressed every now and then, and it really helps, like, putting your mind into positive, um, positive uh, vibe, if you know what I mean.
0: After cursing, it's the like, water because oh. it's so cold. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly life sucks it's so much better now yeah oh my my god (laughs) yeah
2: so um
0: so you and your brother are getting involved in paintball and um are are, how long did it take for you guys to did you i mean did you guys jump on a team or, or start a team together or uh did you guys at one point kind of split ways and then and then come back
1: yeah. So we're like, um, at the time there wasn't Facebook and, and stuff like this. So we just try to find, uh, like people that also played in our in on the island we grew up. And so we got really good friends with two brothers that also played and they, they played way longer than us because they imported their stuff from the U S and Germany and so on. So they mm-hmm. were like really good, you know, but it, after a little while we got as good as them or even better but anyway we formed a team together and then we contacted other players in stockholm and so we got this team uh and we also got an, a sponsor deal and listen to this we got from one case of paint we got two dollars and 85 cents discount fantastic sponsorship. Oh, big time <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> like 0.1 cent uh, discount per paintball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, um, we uh, our first tournament we got smashed. We had no idea what was happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Second tournament we actually like uh, beat one of Sweden's best team. Um, and then uh, we just kept going, and a little bit later, like maybe a year later, we played an indoor event and won the whole thing, and we beat Joy Division. I mean, we didn't, yeah, we, yeah, we beat Joy Division and, uh, and took first. And after that, Maggot Idris, uh, asked my brother and me if if we wanted to join Joy and we're like, sounds good. Sounds great. (laughs) And, um, and, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. That built a, a a friendship for life with Maggot and like we, I was I think I was like 17 at the, at the time, so I got to hang out with Maggot and all his friends that were 10 years older than me, and they took me into all these nightclubs and stuff. Yeah. I used to like, spend the night over at their, at their place all the time. So it's like, it really became my new lifestyle, which was unbelievable because I came from kind of like this island where everyone's like just hanging out with people on the island, mm-hmm. kind of little, little small cliques. And this just, boom, really opened Like Maggie was the first, uh, second generation immigrant coming from Egypt. So he taught me so many things about life and, and, you know, like he, there's so many times he said, told me like, no, Max, you can't do that. That's not right because of this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, because where I was, it was like where I grew up. It was like, you didn't see life in the same way as you did when you grew up like maggot like fighting in the streets and mm-hmm. you know like being part of uh, teenage gangs and stuff like that not like with guns and knives and stuff but you know there was a lot of fighting going on in, yeah. in stockholm at the time this is like probably like 25 30 25 to 35 years ago and it was tough It was like a bunch of skinheads maggot was black coming from egypt so they were fighting each other and, mm-hmm. and yeah a lot tougher uh, times. So it was really cool for me coming from my sheltered uh, childhood and just. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, everybody so growing up who's
0: who's in that age range, I think they always think at least, you know, I did. I, you're so naive uh, when you're that young, where you think everybody's going through that same exact thing as you are. Um, at, at that age, but when you start growing up and you start kind of you start living your life, and especially in um, in paintball, or, and I'm sure, you know, in in other sports is the same thing or, or anything else in life, um, but particularly in paintball, at such a young age, uh, I can kind of relate to that because I, I started getting into paintball when I was, I was like 15, 15 or sixteen. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, a couple of years after that is when I got on Titman and started traveling the world with a bunch of older guys from Lockout, and um, I I had to grow up, not necessarily super fast, but my eyes were opened up to. One- you were not
1: accepted to do. No one accepted you acting bad, right? Right. Like, when when your friends back home, you could be. Uh, you could be. I'm trying to find a word here, which is okay to say on the podcast. But you could it's be. An op- an it's an a-hole open, open, uh, open. And mat. you could get away with it with your with your friend, right? Mm-hmm. But in the team, you freaking even. On, I mean, on AfterShock, you would get. <laughs> you would get <laughs> beat up if you acted. Bad. Yeah, you probably get beat up anyway, but. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm the sports old changed so much too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's What I'm saying, like nowadays, it's so. It's it, it's changed a lot, uh, from. You know, the conversations that I've had with Bruno and Rennick of, of what Aftershock used to be. You know, if, if somebody got into a disagreement on Aftershock back then, they would fight it out to pretty much solve it or whatever, and then... And then they'd be friends you know they're still friends afterwards or whatever but uh but you know being as young as we were and getting thrown into this crazy world that we had really no idea what it was about but it was it's it's so much about being an adult and making these decisions not only having a a good time but but uh you know growing up rather quickly in this in this world because you are traveling and you, you are with a bunch of guys yes you're having fun but um it's definitely molded my character. That's that's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I think you put in a very like the. Um, if I understand you correctly, like the, you put into a very like serious situation. You have responsibility for the team's mm-hmm. first of all, the team's logistics to get to a new place, and you're part of. Like, if you don't do your job, the team is going to fail. So you're going to disappoint that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy that, guy, that has taken time off from his work or his family or his da 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 So I think when you're there, you need to be super disciplined. It's not like you're on your on the, your way to school where you just have to worry about yourself. Yep. So, yeah, and, and it like I said, in a different country, so just just adds up a lot of... Um, Uh, on top of that responsibility so i think Mm -hmm. that way paintball is fantastic now uh, like
0: before paintball um or even while paintball is going on you you said were you playing like soccer or were you doing anything else uh extreme wise that was kind of that had your competition side of your uh, of of your abilities and of you know your childhood that kind of Took a side step once PayPal stepped yeah, in. Yeah, I
1: think, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I grew up on a skateboard since I was like six, so I think that was good for, for understanding the, that the repetitions are needed to be, you know, to learn stuff because mm-hmm. you have to do a trick maybe three, four hundred times sometimes before you nailed it, and yeah. and um, and also for sliding in painful skateboarding is awesome because you have to go down smooth on pavement or asphalt so so that was fantastic um uh but um i think the competition um uh in sweden we have great uh, like where i grew up we have lots of hills not tall ones so so but still like where you could snowboard so i got into heavily into uh, big air and started competing in that so at the age of I think twenty I did it parallel for many years and, and I was so early with snowboarding so I could actually if I wanted to and my friend went to the snowboard high school in Sweden and I, I was almost on my way to go as well. But I had so much love for paintball. Yeah. And so I took that decision to go with yep. paintball. Way I tried to keep them together as much as possible but it wasn't it wasn't like you had to make a decision. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I hear you too. Cause I was, I used to skateboard not nearly as much as, uh, as probably you did, but I did snowboard as well. And a lot of, you had mentioned how, uh, falling and learning how to fall actually helped you out with your diving and everything for paintball. Mine was, uh, mine was baseball. So I did a lot of baseball Mm -hmm. where I, it hurts to, you know, on that gravel or dirt or whatever it is, you know, it's it hurts whenever you dive a certain way and you don't do it right. And so I, I tried to make sure that I was sliding and diving right where to where it didn't hurt. And that kind of just kind of folded right over into the
1: paintball. Yeah. And, 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 um, yeah, let me just show you something. (laughs) Yeah, this is, uh, is it going to second or third base?
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's probably second base. That's probably stealing second base right there.
1: That's like the best picture all year. <laughs> I so love cool. that picture. Like how you see your eyes too. It's mm-hmm. so cool. That's
0: why I love clear lenses. It's like,
1: yeah, exactly. And I used to remember how cool uh, when you watched like pictures of Oliver when mm-hmm. he played. He's like in his uh, JT flame diamonds. Yeah. You know, it's like so much. Like ugh, it's so cool. Um, uh, uh, and uh, just a quick little uh, reminder and tip for the for the for the players out there is that uh, with joy division we got to park park like i would bring like a power drill like a battery driven power drill or a stick or something and we just went out and slid just for like 45 minutes just went on grass we did it on turf and like different mat- um <laughs> surfaces and there's turf fields everywhere nowadays yeah so you can and there's parks everywhere like there's no excuse to not go out and practice sliding which is one of the best best things to train honestly and Mm -hmm. also you you um you actually train your speed a lot as well because you have to do the accelerations to get into the slide so I, i i um took like two poles like ski poles taped them together as a cross and then I would stick the pole into the ground, and I put the pole um, across. You had like a cross, but this, this the pole was sticking out mm-hmm. w- more one way, so you could kind of slide under it. You put it on like uh, a foot and a half, maybe, yeah. and then that that way you practiced also sliding in low,
2: yep. and
1: where you would so you could time your actually practice timing your slide where you need to be as small as possible. Yeah and that's huge i mean then you're going to extend your um pain carrier a lot if you don't pop a shoulder guaranteed
0: mm-hmm. i've been very lucky i that's... haven't uh, i haven't done that but i've also you know i've been the guy where it's like hey carl go go to this 50 do this do this so i have i had to learn how to dive correctly and i think a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of doing that and even speed is a, is total body control Knowing where your body is, knowing mm. knowing when to dive, you know. Obviously, sometimes there's there's times where you have to make a quick decision, and I think that's when you get hurt. I think when you when you have to make a decision where your your brain and your body reacts and has to do something that that you're you weren't ready for, kind of a thing. You know, all of a sudden you see a mm. lane and you like try to get under pops, it. Like someone pops pops out, or or yeah, or in yeah, in
1: the middle of your sprint, or something. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And also when you second guess yourself, I think that's exactly. one of the if you're not focused 100 percent is uh the, the times i got injured is when i wasn't like super focused or recently when i broke my thumb like eight seven weeks ago on my mountain bike it was actually the rear shock that that <laughs> completely broke in the landing it just mm. snapped in half so oh, so that time it wasn't my fault <laughs> but on the snowboard when i broke my collarbone it was Ooh. just like you know, I just landed a, a, a like a seven twenty or something, mm-hmm. and I was just uh, going down to the lift, and I was just gonna do something simple, as you know, going from 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 switch to to regular, yeah. like just a one eighty slide on the on ground, and then boom. So I wasn't focused, like, and that's uh, I think it's on a, another tip for the paintballers um, to really whatever you do, whenever whenever you're practicing, whatever you do, always set your mind to do it. Hundred percent, you know, always. Commit If you do it. drills, yep. Hundred percent, you know, commit hundred uh, percent because that's gonna teach you also how to do it hundred percent when it's uh, tournament time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... and
1: avoid getting hurt.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So, your your brother and uh, and yourself got onto Joy Division. Um. Is that kind? What of, I mean was it? Were you guys taking it? uh super serious before that happened like like it's starting to go somewhere or once you guys got on joy it was kind of like okay this is going somewhere this is this could be this could be something
1: i would say we took it super seriously um like we went to our friends that the two brothers i told you about Mm -hmm. we went to their garage and like try to upgrade our equipment all the time we put like Uh, Anti-ball detents on our. uh, At the time, we were playing with uh, pumps, so Mm -hmm. the pump guns that we were using didn't have uh, anti-ball detents. So we like, uh, with their machine, we like put those in. We made new balls. We polished the barrels with like, um, with like uh, chrome polish, and like Mm -hmm. the insides were like. You looked at a light, and you would like blind yourself because it was so (laughs) high polish. And so our accuracy was ridiculous, like way better than today uh with today's barrels um and uh yeah we took it ex- like we did tons of drills like we at a very early stage we started thinking like okay so okay this is what i normally do in a game how can i get better oh what if i stand behind this tree and then i just like start like thinking about how i actually stand behind the tree and because obviously we were playing uh behind uh, trees back in the days yeah And then, you know, yeah. So we did tons of drills and we played a lot against each other. Like one Mm -hmm. of us, I remember one Christmas holiday, um, we played, we had a, the holiday was like 21 days and I think we played 19 days out of those 21.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, and I think those are the, those are the um, times that you really evolve. So. So to answer your question, uh getting on joy just boosted our like motivation to train harder and harder yeah. and harder. Well I
0: think having a brother too like that and being able to play as much as you guys did, you have instant feedback. Where whereas if you know you didn't, you had to kinda of go off of un you know, you could do your drills, um, but until you actually got on the field with your team, you didn't really have anybody saying, Hey man, you're you're hanging out, your elbow's hanging out or this or that but with having having a brother I can only imagine he's like hey, stupid put your elbow in you know you're, you're you know you sticking your elbow too far or your goggles are coming out before your before your marker or, or, or something like that so that had to be super beneficial
1: and a brother does not have to think about what it says to you exactly so he will <laughs> that's where the, the stupid comes in all the time <laughs> yeah and and, uh, and and going to practices and from practice I think was about 50 percent of the result from the practice mm-hmm was done in the car ride to the practice and from by analyzing and absorbing and talking about it together and i think that's why you see a lot of brothers that are super good like the malachowski brothers from aftershock uh image maybe it was was and then and then um the jackson brothers on Mm -hmm. ac dallas Uh, i'm trying to think of more blonsky brothers yeah uh so tons of brothers that are Really, really good. And if you play against two bl- brothers on a team, you know, you don't mess up against them because you're gonna get
0: you get chopped you, up. You,
1: you, you, yeah, you have two guys with the strongest connection two guys can have, and 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 uh, and they will they will get you if yeah, you that, mess with one of them. The other one's gonna get you.
0: The hardest critics of each other, you know, mm-hmm. are the two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um. So how did how did Bunker Kings come about? Or, or you know, we kill suckers, and that that whole mm-hmm. that whole kind of mentality and that whole brand. How did that come about?
1: Okay, uh, quick history there. Like our favorite subjects, Alex and me, uh, were always like wood shop. We actually had like sewing mm-hmm. shop or whatever it's called in school, and our mom sewed all our clothes. So when I was snowboarding in the beginning, my mom would make my snowboard pants and like put like put like yeah. Uh, Cordura on the knees to make them last longer, and on mm. the butt, and on my snowboard pants. So that like showed us that 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 you can upgrade existing things, you can make things better. And Alex was like such an artist, always uh, has always been, uh, ridiculously good at drawing, and really and so super creative. And yeah, and and uh, and I tried it too as well, as much as I could, and so. And he was very into computers. So we like started doing the computer thing, graphic designs and stuff on the (laughs) computers at a very, very early age. I think Alex paid like $6,000. Like he had a a paying plan for his first Mac, uh, like, um, uh, laptop. Yeah. So expensive, super expensive. Anyway. So so, was he
0: modeling at the time uh, to be able to afford something like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. he was modeling to for that, and uh, and he moved also. Um, I forgot to say, mention that, but he moved away from Sweden, and which kind of like made us split up. So
2: mm-hmm. I
1: didn't have him with me anymore on Joy Division. So I had to like get to know the Joy Division guys better and better and better to to make them my new brothers, and. Um, so he was in Italy for two years. He was in uh, Germany, in Paris, Germany, in France for a long time, and then he moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't play paintball at the, in those years. Yeah. Um, and then the Angel came out, uh, and we got a smoking deal on the Angels, thanks to our relationship with the WDP Joy Division. Um, and so I sent him. Um, I sent him an Angel to New York um and at at, uh, at the time uh, pretty much at the same time I also we also played Mayhem masters in um, in uh, England mm-hmm. and New York uh, New York GC was over and uh, I talked to Rosie and I talked to some of the other guys from GC and really got along with them like really I, I remember Rosie told me I was one cocky little <laughs> bastard. But I did really good against their amateur A team. I like mm-hmm. I shot five guys on. The... You remember GC Gold? They were like a yep. really, really good semi pro team at the time. So I, I shot like five dudes of them uh, by myself up on the snake side. And Rosie saw that, luckily. Because. Um... Uh, I'll tell you later, but 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 anyway, uh, I met uh, like some of the GC guys and and gave the contact to Alex or like told him to contact GC. And so mm-hmm. he started playing up in Newberg with the GC guys and got on their MSUB B team, uh, GC Silver. And then, um, so he got really into it again. And uh, so we made the plan for me to come over and, and play a, a, a MPPL with them, a 10 man event, event with GC Silver. Uh, and at the practice there up in Newburgh, Jim Murray from GC Black, which was uh, the pro team, took off to the All Americans. Uh, so they didn't have a front guy, and they're like, yo, uh, Max, we saw you play on, over in England. You want to play pro with us? And I was like, "Wow!" So I felt bad, bad for uh, the silver guys, the amateur B team. But we, we, they were okay with it. They saw, like, they won, want, didn't want to hold me back from like playing pro. Yeah. Especially coming all the way over from Sweden to to New York. Um. So that's how I got on the on the pro, a, a U.S. pro team. Yeah. So I like just, just dropped everything in Sweden, my physical therapy school, everything, um uh and played uh stayed the whole year there, went back home, finished off physical therapy school and but kept playing at the same time, like going yeah. back and forth between US and Europe.
2: Huh.
0: And then so, so how did uh where did the whole Bunker Kings and everything come about from from that? I was
1: I was just gonna say what was the question? <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. it's okay. good
0: because because uh, that kind of that I'm sure that is the build up to it.
1: Yeah. So during that year, <laughs> I always I moved over, moved in with my brother, and I'm super grateful for him having me over for as long as he did mm-hmm. at his place in New York. We were like living life. He had. Uh, you know, an amazing Manhattan life, Mm -hmm. which was unbelievable. So we were like trying to figure out what to do when he was modeling and we were in playing paintball. And we were we really wanted to we went a lot to Pearl Paint, which is like an artist shop in New York, very Mm -hmm. famous. And there they had these t shirt screens where you could buy like a t shirt screen and print t shirts yourself at home. We're like, whoa, that's super cool. So we brought that home. And and uh, so we uh, we started printing some T-shirts. And then uh, one of our teammates, uh, Will, just uh, start, had like uh, he had made some beanies and stuff like that with a Bunker Kings logo, a Burger King logo. But he changed out the RNG to N and K. So it's Bunker Kings instead of Burger King. So that's how it started all. So we like got together and we started the brand F- for fun, just in the beginning, you know, like oh let's make mm-hmm. some of this, let's make some of that, and then people really liked it.
0: So it was just apparel at first, right? I'm sorry. It was just apparel at first. It was half yeah, beanie yeah. shirts.
1: Yeah but prior to that i had made like uh, headbands back in sweden on my mom's sewing machines i have a headband which is from 1995 or 1996 mm-hmm. uh which is you know except for the sandanas uh, which aftershock used to to have uh i think is the oldest like paintball headband yeah in the in uh, in the sport of paintball because people didn't really play in headbands except for aftershock using the the hunting gear yeah the sandana stuff
0: mm-hmm. yeah because i remember and i remember the they, the bunker king stuff was super thick and nice and huge for yeah. uh, i'm assuming for for nice cushy bounces and everything like that
1: yeah we had a beanie called the 40-ouncer <laughs> 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 Cuba used to it. it was so thick and he would fold it up it was like like i would Kid you know it was like two inches of just like Boink Boink plus Nikki had his throw underneath mm-hmm. too. So it, was like <laughs> thing, what like. it was so cool. So fun I can't
0: imagine playing with that now at like World Cup down in Florida with the with the mugginess and every oh my god. Yeah. I could... yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, But talking about that foam, it was so cool. Like since I in in invented the the and here's one thing we gotta clear. People say like, "Oh, there was a, you know, like with the Bunker King Supreme pack, there was uh, strapless packs before." Mm-hmm. What well, well, I need to to explain that quickly. Yeah. That difference between those packs and what I invented is that uh, I'm trying to find a pod here. Uh, anyway, is is that you in in this the Bunker King Supreme pack is that you can actually just push the pod in. You don't have to you just ha- hold the pot and you push it in there. The openings are open. So it's a one handed functionality compared to like if you put you have to hold the pot up, then you have to grab the strap and you have to push it in. And with the old school um, uh, strapless packs, you had to open like the loops and then right. push the pot. So it's a huge difference um, with that uh, simple functionality that you just in and out like, y- y- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you it's almost a way, it's,
0: it's, you can operate it yourself.
1: Yeah. You could fill up like <laughs> a practice was like yeah uh, where when I made the first prototype, it was like, whoa, this is so awesome for practice when you need to turn it around really quick. You could load yourself up with four pods in like like three seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it was done. So so uh going back to Bunker Kings, it's so funny that that one that we played together with Greg Hastings, Reds, uh, who created the brand Reds, which had these awesome packs, really new thinking, yeah. he had this really comfortable belt, and you could attach different kind of uh, uh, harnesses to that belt. So we were played together. And from his company, from Greg, we bought neoprene that he had left over and we put it in our headbands. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so cool. It's like yeah. all these people playing on the same team, we're like collaborating, you know, buying the neoprene from Greg. And
2: then mm-hmm.
1: I went to the fashion district and I like negotiated with these garment store owners, like, uh, what do, how much is this leopard uh, fabric? And yeah. they're like, Oh, $25 a yard. I'm like, $25? dollars you crazy. Okay. uh, $18. I'm like, you. I'll give you $12 per yard. It's like, no way, no way. Okay, let's meet at 15. So it's like, the beginning of Punky kings was so like, you know, like, like old school village kind of way of making mm-hmm. things. You go to this guy get that you go to that guy and do that, then you bring it together. And then we drive up to uh, Union City in New Jersey to Ernie who had a sewing place and then they would stitch up there. We went to this other guy and we made the, the, you know, the logos. Yeah, uh, um, the TPR logos from another place on Broadway. And then we took those, collected those. Oh, Do we dare ordering the minimum quantity of 300? That's <laughs> crazy. Alex, and we were like, oh, this is scary, but let's do it. And then we collected everything, went to Hoboken, uh, Union City, which was like an old production town on the New Jersey side for all of Manhattan, all the clothing, everything was used to be made there. But at this time, it was like all like desert. It's like empty like ghost town because everything moved to China,
2: mm-hmm. oh, yeah, all yeah, production
1: yeah. to China. So it was kind of depressing, but you know, that there was all like deserted by the,
0: But an open at, door at the at same still, time.
1: Yes, because Ernie was like look, looking for work, like what mm-hmm. can I make? Oh, man headman's I'll make it for you guys <laughs> so um, then we printed uh, the t-shirt we started printing the t-shirts in Hoboken with this guy really cool guy and he couldn't leave his print shop because he was he had this uh, electronic uh, thing around his foot instead of person oh,
2: yeah so
1: he was like stuck in his print shop yeah so we started working with him and he had this crazy rot uh, not rot violent, but like this crazy pitbull which try to kill us a bunch of times. So he was the only one that control, control it. So every time yeah. we were like standing there, printing the t-shirts together with him, we're like watching our backs, <laughs> making sure the monster wouldn't get us. <laughs> it was so, so cool. It like really like bunkings from the streets of New York, as we say, the slick streets of New York. Um, like seriously, like from Brooklyn, Hoboken, like Queens, like it's pretty much, and it came up at this such a cool time on New York because yeah. New York was really, like, dangerous up until 99. It was like, you could pretty much not go to, to Times Square without getting mugged. Uh, but then Giuliano and, and, and a couple of other factors cleaned up the whole city. So it was, like, more safe. And, and and But I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, being in a place like that where hip hop was founded, like all these like graffiti all these cool trends and cultures
2: mm-hmm.
1: and this super cool subway system uh, etc it was so inspiration inspiring and i think that's a huge um huge uh, reason why Bunky Kings, while well, we did Bunky Kings? Because uh, we saw all these cool people, all these cool trends, and we got so in- influenced by them that we really wanted to bring it into paintball. Because paintball had like you had that like t-shirt. Like, sorry for talking bad about JT. Oh no! But <laughs> I love JT. Yeah. But this t-shirt, this is what a paintball t-shirt would look like. All right, a picture of a guy with a face hit you know, a, a mask and a and a and a hit in the in the in the face of the mask and it would say gogged next to it in like neon colour. That was yeah. like the coolest paintball t shirt at the time. They're like this is not cool at all. So <laughs> we felt a huge gap in in paintball. Mm-hmm. So that uh, we wanted to bring in there. So all you kids that think uh, that there's other brands that brought like the street style into paintball. I'm sorry to correct you, but this is where it came from. Yeah. I don't know. You remember call you, I don't know if you played at the time, but it was, there was no paintball fashion whatsoever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Starting, starting in, um, I mean, I thought I was fashionable, but I was, I was gravely mistaken, but, uh, you know, I started back in 2002 era, 2003. And, uh,
1: Sorry call. Can we sorry, yeah. sorry my friend. No, you're good. Yeah, uh, how long does it take? No Um how long um how long will you will the cut take? Like a minute? now, now maybe two minutes one one minute. Okay. Is that okay, call? Yeah, so that's just use uh, cool. Sorry about that. You have to go in and edit and.
0: Oh, good. No, it'll be in it. It'll be good. It it builds a story. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So I'm redoing my kitchen here. We'll 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 talk and then. Yeah, we'll still we'll still talk over
0: it. I mean, it's all right. it's all good. That's what I enjoy Life about. Life is it.
1: happening next to us. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and
1: I Maximus I wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to tell you too before um. You know, when when we sign off and everything like that, I want to talk to you a little bit too off the air. I want to show you a couple things that um, that I've been working on as far as like product and stuff goes, and and uh, and see what you think. And you because I'm always doing the same thing. I'm always I'm always thinking about how to innovate, how to change, not necessarily change, but maybe make you know something more convenient or um, you know put a little bit more thought into it. And uh, that's what I liked about you guys, though, is is just the innovation and the style. And uh, I never got to wear anything of your guys's and um, but I always admired it for sure.
1: Cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and it was such a cool time at, the, at uh, going back to the start of Bunker Kings. It was like you could still like come up with so much stuff like mm-hmm. anything you did was new. Yeah. And now it's more saturated and it's a lot harder to come up with um, innovations like that. You know, like, um, I mean, I wish I had this this thing, this like a soft barrel bag that never breaks and you just rinse it with water. Mm -hmm. Like, Like now everyone's imitated this and everyone can use it. You know, like it's hard to come up with this now. Right. Compared to like six, Seven, eight, nine years ago, it's like. But I still think, if the car industry, if the kitchen industry, if the skateboard, snowboard, surf, all mountain bike industry, if they can come up with new stuff, so can we. I mean, there yeah. must be so many things you still can still come up with in paintball. I'm not trying to say stop thinking about it because yeah, there's always room for improvement. It's just a little bit harder now
0: well while we're on that subject let's let's talk about your goggle
2: mm. <laughs> the new
0: the new fancy um when uh when i saw the kickstarter i mean you guys that thing was a hit as far as that goes i mean you guys uh, were you expecting it to do that well or uh the paintball community to come together and 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 kind of get behind this idea
1: yeah like um if the paintball community came behind the idea did, like how... Well, did you mean?
0: expect them to uh, be behind it as much as they were rather than, oh, it's just another goggle or whatever? Because, I mean, I saw the Kickstarter. I think you guys, is, you know, what you wanted to reach, I can't remember what the number was, but, I mean, you guys exceeded that by
1: tenfold. 130%, I think. Oh, 1, 1,200% or something like that, yeah. I think. Um, two years ago, uh, a friend of mine that used to work for DAI He's like, no. Why would anyone make a goggle? It's so saturated. It's so you know, like everyone you spoke to about that was like, no, no. Why make another painful goggle?
2: Right. And then
1: started thinking about how many good things there was on painful goggles, but they were mm. never in the same goggle. Never. Like you would either have the echoing, it would either be exposed. You know, your half of your face would be exposed, or it will fog up, or the phone would come off, or you know, hard to hear or, Mm -hmm. and which are things that I always accepted, accepted, but it annoyed me, like, in the back of my head, I always thought about like, and, uh, you know, like, I think it always annoyed me a little bit. So, so then, I uh, talking to the virtue guys about uh, maybe being able to, you know, work together and, and use their lens system, which is one of the biggest things on the mask is to <laughs> make a new lens. It's yeah. like huge. And I was really happy using the virtue uh, goal So um, that's one of the reasons why I was able to take the chance, the risk to, to do it. But uh, um, So once we started, it was like no turning back, then it was just heads down and keep working, 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 working and try to figure out how to make a goggle that is that people love Mm -hmm. and and to to answer your question, if I feel like if I feel like it's working really, really well, and I love the features. Uh, I think most of the pain points would like it because as we started this discussion, like where I'm from and my background, everything needs to be super efficient because right. why else would we need it? Mm-hmm. And if, if it wasn't that good, we would throw it off that uh, air balloon. That's going to take us through life in on our journey in life. Uh, and if it's just dead weight and nothing good with it, we would throw it out of the balloon. But, but, um, uh, so, so once it's always super nervous right when you when you get that first production sample yeah. uh even though you have done tons of rapid prototypes it's still like a little bit scary but mm-hmm. when you had it there it's like wow it felt so good and so once I tried that and we started filming the kickstarter I was like wow well, no I was feeling really good about it but of course it's always always scary always scary
0: yeah now,
1: and if you're not scared I think you start getting relaxed if you if you don't feel the pressure you don't you don't keep working
0: mm-hmm. as hard
1: as you you should I think so sorry
0: no 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 you're 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 fine um has I mean have you always wanted to make a goggle or or did it come to a point where you're just like I I have to make a goggle
1: um I I always looked at a goggle as something that was impossible to make, because it's only the big ones that can that can make it Yeah, like the huge companies. So it was always this unreachable goal. Um, And I think so, so a a loader, a goggle, a marker, it's like, no, those are the big threes,
2: in paintball.
1: that and of course, paintballs Mm -hmm. uh, that you can't make, uh, because it's not Reachable and it isn't unless you have a Kickstarter. Yeah, and that's also tons of money to make the Kickstarter, And 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 and, uh, I mean that's a huge product project way bigger than I could ever expect but uh, the results of it and um, the the three, four weeks that it's been has been one of the craziest times in my life. I, I think I spoke to or I chatted to about three, 4,000 people uh, throughout it. The- I worked till four o'clock at night, five days in a row after the launch, and then kept going late nights yeah. um, just to have enough time um, to, to do what I was supposed to answer people. Because it's like, like, you know, just like you, like if you don't, if you can't. And take full responsibility of what you do and help everyone out that's asking a question or whatever um, then you like you feel like you're unhappy mm-hmm. you feel like you don't want to make anyone disappointed that's what I yeah. think yeah and I think that's one of the reasons why why Max Lundqvist is Maximus and I think that's one of the reasons why Carl is Carl Markovsky in the paintball scene because um, we always take the time with whoever we meet and whatever questions come up and we try to uh, be uh, ourselves and just be like super cool with everybody and I think that's what makes the difference between talk oh uh, yeah that's the that that's the difference as we say. That's the difference that makes the difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, well, I think also we recognize that we were in that position before. You know, we we were in that that curi- I mean, we're always curious as, as somebody who likes to create things. To another person who likes to create things, I, I think we've always been we've always been curious. We've always asked the questions. We've always we've always been in that position of of um, interest. You know, we're always interested Mm -hmm. in a a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. and, and having, it's so humbling having somebody come up to you and be interested in you that I feel like my time, uh, whether it's answering a question in person or online or something, they've invested their time into you to do that. So I feel like it's, it's my responsibility to do the same back. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's uh, it's very cool, and um, and plus it's it's it as um, if you play on a pro team or semi-pro team, or if you're on a team that really wants to make it up there, like you are going to be a hundred times more marketable if you are a very very nice, genuine person that takes the time with everybody and puts in that extra effort, even though you like just want to go home and your whole team of Swedes are in the rental van and you're like talking to these kids at, yep. in Huntington Beach at the MPPL and your, your teammates just want to kill you because they're so tired. But <laughs> you're still like, wait, 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 guys, wait, yep. no, no, sorry, what are we saying? No, 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 no stress. Yeah, how can I help you? Like, what? Okay, cool. Awesome. Maybe write in signature autograph or or just answer a question regarding a technique, painful technique or bone kicking, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the difference that makes the difference. Like, yeah, taking giving that extra when you feel like uh, maybe you just want to leave. And do, when you do put in that extra energy that comes back 10 times over. Yeah. And, you know, all the positivity just keeps coming back is the more you give the more you get that's that's yeah. a cliche exactly but yeah. it's it works yeah.
0: that way i've gotten so much shit over the years with bruno um you know wanting to leave the field and it's because it's not it's a totally different feeling at the field now you know pro teams don't really stick around i mean they might stick around for a signing or something like that but but other than that they're out of there and and doing something yeah. else but and, and I've, I've always loved being at the field and being in that environment and talking with people and, and and just seeing, you know, you know, seeing the friendships, you know, the mm. you know, seeing you and everybody else, and being able to, conversate for a little bit, um, but just being in the environment. And Bruno's always like, oh, we're we're going back to the hotel. I was like, dude, it's five minutes after our match. Can we just like, yeah. can we relax for a little bit? Can I just can I, you know, be at the tournament, be in this moment for just a little bit, and talk to people, mm. and and um, and granted, Isn't he's been funny? in the game can, forever, can... but
1: can i ask you a question about yeah. that uh the five minutes after the game and, mm-hmm. and enjoying everything around do you feel like after you played a, a painful game especially if you win the the, the game or after practice or whatever um, did you feel like oh you felt peace like you never felt before
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that adrenaline's been pumping so much and you're like ah oh. And also, like, if you win the, 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 the game, it's like a huge satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, this tough game that we had to win to make it in Sunday or whatever. And then after I can never like just pack up my bag and leave. I need to be like, whoa, what just happened? Yes. Yeah. So it's like that reaction on the body is really awesome, I think. And, and, and it's, you know, like, it's almost like you almost died. But I survived.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very. I need. I need a big, you know, a good time to decompress from the stress of the game. And not necessarily that I'm like dwelling on the game, even even a win or something like that. I just need to kind of come down. You know, just kind of have that time to come down a little bit, and then just you know be relaxed, and then Mm -hmm. just I'm good. You know, 10, 15 minutes after that, but I'll still be in my gear. I don't need to de-gear right away i'll still yeah, you know, yeah exactly. i'll stay in my pants or you know or, or top yeah. or whatever but um yeah
1: and also also uh, another thing that you were talking about there before that i just wanted to also mention and um, for the listeners it's like i think you have it and i have it uh, i think a lot of people miss it it's kind of like not think outside the box but look outside the box okay so uh, like here's where we look right mm-hmm. but when you start looking outside here oh cool that oh that's a cool bird up in that tree or like that's a, some really cool you know like when you it's kind of hard to explain but try to like broaden your vision yeah. and see everything about what you do like okay so now you're in Florida playing a paintball tournament and not just oh let's get to the field like i'm in Florida playing a paintball tournament. In Orlando, this is awesome. The sun is shining. Like, try to, the more you see
2: mm-hmm.
1: than just the stuff that you're doing right here. Like, getting my gear bag packed or or rolling my gear bag to the 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 field that we're gonna play. If you see like all the cool stuff around you, the experience becomes so much greater. And if you smile to people, like like next time you see that guy or girl like they're gonna smile back at you and like there's so many things that could be the first interaction with
0: you is
2: exactly yeah
1: and and i think i think it's called like life hacks or whatever but it's not a hack it's just like it's like enjoying i guess it's a little bit of a hack yeah like try to a huge tip i wish i did it earlier in my painful career like enjoyed where i am right now Mm -hmm. to the fullest I'm at the airport now. Oh, this sucks. The airplane is not leaving me. Oh, got delayed an hour. Cool. I got another hour to do this, 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 this. (laughs)
2: But Mm -hmm.
1: it takes a lot of effort and energy to do that, to think that way and to come up with those things. But uh, if you never start trying, then you're never going to learn.
2: Right. It's
0: enjoying the small moments. And, and it's like you said too. Mm. you know, noticing all these things, like if you ask my wife, it's called ADD. But I just call it noticing. It is very good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just call it noticing things, um, mm-hmm. uh, because there's there's some things that I'm very meticulous at, but then there's other things I'm very laxadaisical at. Um, but I, I try, you know, it's probably dangerous when I'm when I'm driving. But like, I I will focus on the road, but I'll also notice things off to the side. Yeah, you know, and and this I like I have for some reason I have. A keen eye on noticing these red-tail hawks that are either flying, yeah, or posted up on a post. Love hawks. Or so, love oh, I love, dude. I, I, I love hawks. They're so awesome. And
1: according to the Indians, it means luck if you if you see a. a I think you could call it a carnivore bird, like like hawk, eagle, prey, stuff like yeah. that, that means uh, luck mm-hmm. if you see one. Yeah. So every time going to practice or something, you see one. Yeah. I see one yeah, <laughs> You know, yeah. like woo-hoo!
0: I see them all the time. I, I'm pointing out bald eagles, and I and then I look around. And nobody else is looking at this thing. And I'm like, is it, anybody see this? Is it just me that's just yeah. admiring this awesome bird that's in the air? And-,
1: and that curiosity, I'm so grateful that my parents gave me mm-hmm. because that curiosity of the shape of that car, the color of that car, the rims, everything, or uh, maybe house that looks cool or, you know, um, whatever you see in life, you you project that into why did I make this shape like this? Okay, maybe I saw like, I don't know if you can see it, but maybe I saw like an airplane that had that logo once in a time. And Mm -hmm. okay, this looks like the wing, the back wing of an airplane. And like, this looks like a spaceship, like everything you see in life is inside here. And then it comes out through here. Through, you know, (laughs) no, (laughs) just kidding. But but your hands as you're creating, as you're shaping, as you're drawing. uh, So realizing that everything you do, even now when life might suck, or like when you go up in the morning, it's like oh. Um, Even at the negative times in life, you 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 can absorb things that comes into something super positive later on.
0: But everything that you do is so is some what, sort of expression of your reality.
1: Yeah, and it's not just about being happy; it's mm-hmm. also about uh, something called delayed gratification. For you kids that don't know what that is, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's bring it back to caveman level. Mammoth meat, meat can become future man with me. If you work a little bit hard by drying it and like maybe trading it with someone else and so on. So that's like the start of the late gratification in mm-hmm. human history. Um, uh, but it's like, it, what it means is like, if the stuff that you do now, which sucks, is going to give you something positive in the yeah. future, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, let's. I want to talk a little bit more about the goggle. Do you happen to have uh, a goggle in front of you? We can kind of show it I off. I happen
1: and... to have uh, three goggles. Ooh, look at that. Uh, so yeah, I have three goggles here. Nice. And uh, yeah, this is the Urban Grenade, gray one. Uh, Jacob Adler was uh, rocking this at World Cup. And I I wasn't too happy about it in the beginning, but when I saw it on him, on the field, I was super happy. Mm-hmm. Then we have the the one that matches leopard fantastically, <laughs> <laughs> the Supreme gold, mm-hmm. and then here's like an old an uh, uh, old color combination that we that I started doing on the on the Supreme pack, and we were huge Breaking Bad fans, uh, Breaking Bad fans, and so we called it heisenberg that color combination is purple green (laughs) nice
0: (laughs) now how many Uh, color combinations are you guys going to produce
1: right now six and i'm sorry for all your fans of black i'm a huge black fan too but um when deciding on the colors like a plain black mask it didn't like it didn't like to show the geometrics and to show all the highlights and everything it wouldn't come out you see like all the blue details there mm-hmm. and then you have the so we have three different uh, color ways we can com- um, make this mask masking uh, you see that plastic around the uh, lens is one plastic then you have this very soft uh we i call it like the bounce flex here that's an- another uh, mm-hmm. material so you can do one color on that and then this is like a, a little bit harder plastic and that's right. uh, another color combination so here yeah. yeah so that's um those six color combinations are the ones that we uh, did on the, uh, Kickstarter, which which was uh, two kind of like camo ones. One Master Sarge inspired from the game. What's the video game called again? Halo. Yeah, yeah. There's a Halo Master Sarge ones. So it's got like the same color combinations as his mask, and then we have a camo one, which is olive. And then we have uh, those three that I just showed you, and. The sixth one is called the Patriot. It's uh, the one Jason Edward was wearing at World Cup. It has like this white frame and it looked really cool. Like from far, you could really see like the, the shape of it, Mm -hmm. which I was very, very uh, happy about. So uh, that's it. There are some things if I should just if you want me to continue, I'll tell you what what I'm, what you might appreciate as a player, Carl, uh, is, uh, you know how we always made fun of visors. Like Billy Wing was the only one, like always, always, always rocking visors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so I, I really liked them when I was wearing them. And but the only work visor that I really liked was the uh, Bio visor. So. Yeah. Um, so, um, up until then, it's like you, you had it on when it was raining, but then you took it off as soon as you could. But it's really good because it helps with the glare. It really helps like protect your, uh, your mask when you lay it down like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many lenses I scratched <laughs> by it, like putting it down uncarefully. So Simple that helps solution, yeah. a lot like that. It's called a microvisor really small, you can still put another visor on top of it, if Mm -hmm. you want another uh, via visor. So that helps also not getting that paint, you know, when you get paint on the inside of the lens, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that helps protect that as well. So that's like the first ever micro visor, I'm sure there's gonna be other companies imitating it. But anywho, then, I feel like we got the balance really, really uh, good. Uh, Like how how much to protect. There's been so many goggle systems where you see a, a picture of a guy talking and you see like the whole like chin and like the cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is protects your face completely. But because of the geometry, it comes in really nicely here. I, I don't know if it's easier to see on a, on a black mask, maybe. Um, it comes in really tight like that.
0: Conforms
2: to your uh, face.
1: Yeah. And, and that makes you maybe touch the goggle, right? Like your, your soft skin here are, or rough like you and me have with a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that makes that makes us, that, that that way we have to have a soft inside to not get like hurt or something. So it's like super smooth on the inside. Uh, and here comes one of the tricks is that geometry gives you it, like kind of comes out over the mouth, which gives you a really good mouth clearance. And then mm-hmm. there's tons of ventilation to just get all that moist air out from your the breath condensation, as, yep. as you, so, so, um, so that's, that, that um, uh, uh, yeah. And then there's tons of other features, which you can see on the Kickstarter, Bunky Kings Kickstarter, and which is still going on for, I think, another 14 days.
0: Okay, that was my next Which, question, is where where can people where can people donate or, or, or help
1: out or find them to be able to be a part of it? On kickstarter.com, uh, if you search Bunker Kings, um, you will find it. Uh, there's also a, a link in our bio on Instagram, Bunker Kings Instagram. Please follow. That is super appreciated if you do. Um, and then... Um, uh, there's a bunch of different uh, like Facebook and banking is Facebook and, mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, cool, man. And it's, yeah, it's, it's cool because I mean, Kickstarter, I think we came in the top 1% of Kickstarters, most uh, successful Kickstarters ever. Really? And it's a painful product. Yeah. Which is huge for Paintball as well. So, um, it's, it's, it's uh, it's, uh, it feels stupid about like i feel my you know like it's so stupid to talk about your own product and like oh it's so cool top one percent and so on no it's but it re- really is thank you my friend it really is exciting um oh well, you're to, proud of
0: it too i mean i i can tell it's my baby. And, <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: and, it, and it's something it's it's something when you know, nobody cares about it, or you know, somebody who makes a product. It's like, oh, here's just another this, this, this. But when you can tell the passion and and the pride behind it, there, there's you shouldn't have any kind of you know feelings of, you know, kind of not not wanting to show it. I would I'd be proud of it too, man.
1: Thank you, and um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like we talked so much about our history and and all the since day one, like uh, from my first painful mask which was not the first time I played paintball. We played ski goggles, mm-hmm. hockey handles with visors,
2: <laughs> really dangerous <laughs> yeah. things,
1: which super you cannot safe. do at yeah, home. Super safe thing. Time out. Oh, man. Um, so um, I think from that first Vents Predator mask I bought, which was like thermal lens, it was so good, it was like the best thing you could have. Uh, the experience of that and all the other masks that I play with and I play with them all. Mm-hmm. Um, has been put into this. You remember when we used to have like double goggle straps? It's like, why should we have two goggle straps? Let's make it wider instead mm-hmm. and have like a really sticky silicone print yeah. on the inside. Cool. Yeah, let's make it wider. Can we make it more wider? Yeah, let's make it wider. And, and it's like, uh, OK, how do we make it more comfortable? Can we make the the foam wider and more more dense? Yeah, yeah, we can. OK, let's do that. and. Can we make it softer? Yeah, we can put microfiber on the inside. Oh, let's do microfiber. Can we put the logo on the microfiber? Yeah, we can put it. <laughs> it's like, so there's like 50 million discussions about what we can do. And, and if we should do it, should we do it? Should we should we not do it? Should we put the extra effort into it? And like, should we continue using that thermal paint, which is the inside mm-hmm. of the lens, which is made by an Italian company brought over to production country put into the lens. Okay, so is that cheap? No, it's not. But it's the best thermal pain on the planet. Right. So is fog is a fog free goggle important? Yes. Yeah. So should we spend the money? Yes. I mean it's like yeah it's it's i think the most important thing about a goggle is that it doesn't fog and i trust mm-hmm. me i see so many teams they use so many different goggles and uh, where we practice like cold indoor reball halls you're going to get fog if you're not right if you don't have a good mask so
0: yeah
1: so that that's the main goal with this
0: well i think you know you're talking about how the, you know obviously funding is always an issue but um you know somebody making a product that let's let's say a goggle. I mean, so many people think the standard is what is out there already, which all it really is. I mean, and you can talk about any product, about anything. That's not the standard. That's just the base. And you can, yeah. if you if you think of a better way, or, or or if you come up with you know a more convenient idea to work off of that base. I mean, that that's the thing is, you know, throughout history, people have, regardless of whether you've come up with it or not somebody invented the chair, right? But there are millions of people who after that have come up with more comfortable chairs. Yeah. You know? And, and it's just thinking about a product and, and, and just tweaking it a little bit, going, you know what? Call, Why call, don't call, we do call, this? Call,
1: call. So sorry. If, I, if I'm if i not going to pee myself, I have to run quickly. <laughs>
0: you're, you're fine. You're fine. Sorry about that.
1: Three cups <laughs> of coffee. Oh, This reminds me of Naked Gun. You guys get to follow me into the bathroom. <laughs> Hopefully... <laughs> hopefully i don't fart too loud
0: <laughs> no it's all good it comes with <laughs> the territory
1: have you seen the movie naked gun uh
0: which one uh
1: it's, i think it's the first one lesson leslie, leslie leslie nielsen, nielsen. Yep. yeah yeah it's, it's so funny and uh i think they um he he's he has he's uh, doing this interview but then he forgets to take his microphone off so he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> so all yeah actually he was talking to the crowd at the NH NFL game. Yeah. So as he's like uh, done with that speech to the to the crowd he just goes into the bathroom. So the whole crowd the <laughs> whole arena is following his bathroom visit. And as of course he misses the toilet and it goes like whoops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he gets enough credit I, I think he yeah. he was such an innovator. I feel of of um, comedy on on TV yeah. and his style of comedy. I don't think he gets enough, nearly enough credit.
1: Yeah, rest in peace, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, fantastic uh, actor. Okay, so I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, no, that's all uh, right. I forgot to wash my hands, but I'll try not to touch the screen too it's much.
0: It's okay. It's all good. well. Yes. I I was planning um we. We got to wrap it up here soon, anyway, because I got to get off. Mm -hmm. I got to get dressed for work and get ready for Mm -hmm. work out of here. So you
1: were talking about the standard and and uh, how it's like a base, but right can be elaborated on. Yeah, it it
0: can be, it can be, it can be built up on. You know, and I think that's what that's what deters so many people from um, from besides funding, obviously, is deterring people from building a product. Is well, this is the you know, if it's out right now. It's the best thing. It's the best thing that it could be. It's like, but it's but it's not, you know, and not saying that the products aren't good. It's just like there's always a better way to do something. And, you know, Mm -hmm. don't don't put it in your head that. This is this is the only way that you can do it and this is it I mean it's the same thing with playing paintball if you want to take it back to that you know if, if somebody says <clears throat> you know ramping is the only way to play paintball right now or if um, this is the only way to play this position and this is the only style that you should have playing this way and this is how you should do this I, I you know, I've made my career on doing the unconventional um, mm-hmm. routes mm-hmm. and and yeah it might it might not yeah, have been beneficial to a spot all the time. that
1: no one thought exactly. that you could get to. and
0: Oh, I mean, yeah.
1: he made
2: it! <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, that's how l- it made my name. Listen to and
1: Marshall talk about you playing. It's like whoa! <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he knows what, what you're capable of since he played together with you.
0: But that was to me and that he watched was you. yeah 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 and and, that, and to me that was me being my creative side coming out and and mm. my my passion for having fun playing the game and I think that's that's where and... kind of the two collided on the paintball field and off the paintball field.
1: Yeah, And to get very deep, everything that you did in your life before led you to doing that. And I think mm-hmm. the same thing with with uh, coming up with something like this goggle is from using all those different goggles and uh, snowboard goggles and, you know, like uh, not being happy until I nailed that skateboard trick the five hundred and twenty third time I tried so mm-hmm. so um, uh, so, 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 so I think we can kind of like, you know, like how we talked about opening your eyes yeah. to see things around, that then lay, affects you later on in life, and makes you think of new ideas of doing things. Because you saw it's one dude in the streets doing this, and you can relate to something, in paintball that you can do. Even though it wasn't painful you saw, it gave you an idea that you can do something different. And that's all about like opening your eyes to get all the input. And then be okay with not finding the solution directly yeah not stressing over just being in a good state that that, the good state where you relax and not stressed where that's when like uh, good things uh, are are, come from yeah like as much input as possible testing and so on and Mm. then in a relaxed way, just try to let it come. Because when I sit down with a problem now, uh, compared to like, three years ago, uh, if I sit down with a problem, and I'm like, I used to be like, damn, I can't come up with a solution. Now I'm like, like, oh, I sit down with a piece of paper, a pen, and I'm like, the solution will come. Relax. Mm. Yeah, that's what I tell. I I know it's gonna come. Mm -hmm. Always. But, but if I stress it's not gonna come so yeah I've
0: always I've always told ending, myself I have to be willing to try and fail rather than try and quit
1: and to fail is a sign of vulnerability like being able to be vulnerable be okay with failing because that that being okay with failing takes a lot of self-confidence mm-hmm. a lot of uh, because it shows weakness, right? Mm-hmm. If you fail, you show weakness. It's scary to show weakness. Uh, so I think that's something that has been uh, built up by your parents, by my parents, and and like by our friends, and like our, the way we've been, and that you know it's uh, it's like a factor of a million things. Yep. But it's uh, so anyway. Yeah. I think pain pole can help build that confidence a lot. You know, being able to lose and it's okay and then we go home we practice a little bit more and we get better and and then we win a little bit more and it's like it's okay to lose but yeah. we want to win yeah yeah exactly <laughs> And that helps you outside the field
0: Mm-hmm. well max dude thank you so much we've we we did an hour and a half and uh we, we could probably we keep going <laughs> yeah. We <wrote> <laughs> yeah dude we could, i could totally keep going but i'm so you know with you know, I either have to do these later at night when the kids asleep yeah. or early in the morning, like we started yeah. this uh, my time at 530 in the morning. So, mm, um, respect. yeah, w- w- I could totally I could totally keep going for another hour, another two hours, whatever it is. But um, but hey, man, where can um, where can people find you on, uh, uh, you know, w- what are your handles on Instagram, Facebook?
1: Maximus Lundquist on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it's uh, spelled L-U-N-D, Lund with an as in Nancy. D-Q-V-I-S-T. Same as uh, the hockey goalie for Rangers, Andrew Quist. Lundquist. The Lundquist. Maximus Lundqvist. Uh, on it means branch or like uh, like a. Uh, a part of a tree um, so uh, that's Facebook Instagram Bunker Kings Facebook Instagram please uh, follow uh, it's really really helps out um, um, and then and that's it I'm not Twitter I'm not uh, all the other cool things but Me neither. Uh, Yeah. I just started doing Instagram Live, which feels like a huge step for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And um, uh, stay on the line because I, I want to talk to you still about a few things. But yeah. um, but I, I enjoyed it. This was this was a great conversation, and I'm sure we'll have more in the future.
1: Thank you. Thank All you.
0: Right, man. We'll see you later, guys. Thank you, Max, so much for sitting down and talking with me, dude. I had a I had a great time. Um, I'm sure we will have more and more conversations as uh, as the weeks and months and years go on. I, I I'm so glad that uh, that that people agree to do this with me <laughs> because I know it can be nerve wracking sometimes um, because you know sometimes people feel very vulnerable on here, but. Uh, Dude, it's it's so much fun, and and you learn so much because we, we talk about all kinds of things from paintball to mountain biking downhill mountain biking to uh, surfing snowboard all kinds of stuff. So anyway, thank you, thank you, Max, appreciate it, man. Take care. Uh, another big thank you to our sponsors, guys. Ckfightlife.com. If you love jujitsu and you love paintball combined, that is Ckfightlife. They have uh, all kinds of paintball gear, from packs to uh, to pants to jerseys. And if you love jujitsu, they have rash, guard, rash guards. Or if even if you want to try jujitsu, which I recommend highly, is uh, is stepping onto a mat and trying out jujitsu. It's it's great not only physically but also it is a a mental workout, and I highly recommend it. But anyway, they have uh, geese or kimono whatever you want to call it they have uh, rash guards or compression uh, compression gear and shorts anything you need for jiu-jitsu gear uh, they have over at CK Fight Life check them out guys let them know I sent you over there uh, we are also also brought to you by charm city paintball now charmcitypaintball.com didn't know I had a website I'm glad i I'm glad he does now because I can I can direct you guys there but um has a bunch of new gucci headbands out go over check him out limited run until he makes some more which is few and far between but all of his gear is usually about 10 headbands or less usually less than that because it's all all hand sewn custom gear but uh... make sure you hit him up he's also down to do any kind of custom things that you guys uh... can come up with as far as patterns go or or whatever he will work with you Charm City Paintball. His name is Mike Gimahala. Uh, we are also brought to you by RiseCustom.com. They will make custom undergear for you know compression gear along with jerseys, along with t-shirts, everything to match. Uh, Rise will, will hook you up. Like I said before, to you guys, I have I have uh, playing on podcast t-shirts being made by them. And they're awesome. Light they're breathable uh they're extremely soft and and i really the quality is is amazing on these things great company great people check them out rise custom and uh and shock tech mechanical is blowing up and one thing that uh, you will find on a mechanical field is an autococker, and more than likely, a ShockTech autococker. If you guys are looking for one, make sure you head over to shocktechusa.com. He has um, assembled guns already for sale. You can find in the uh, in the guns section, um, either five-star or four-star. But if you're looking to build one on your own, you can buy individual parts from ShockTech. But uh, they have they have all of everything that you need over there but make sure you check out the markers man these things are sick the they they come anodized they have uh they're they're all assembled and tweaked and tech by danny love the man himself and you will not find a smoother shooting auto cocker out there i guarantee it but check them out shocktechusa.com go ahead and give them a little click 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 but thank you to all of our sponsors. And thank you, everybody out there listening. Greatly appreciate it, man. I hope you guys are having an awesome holiday. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. And I want to keep doing this. I want to keep doing this. I'm, I'm uh, you know, and, and what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm setting up a Patreon right now. So if you guys want to help out, uh, you can head over there and, uh, and, and help out the podcast. Because, you know, shit ain't free. And, uh, well... I'm trying to make it free but uh you know if you guys want to help out that would be amazing I don't have it set up yet I'm getting there but the support for this thing has been you know amazing and I want to keep doing it uh, even though I have retired from the competitive paintball pro circuit um, you know I still I still want to do this and I still want to talk to uh, inter- interesting people and you know Pros and divisional players and people in the industry. Uh, I still want to do that. I still want to pick people's brains. I almost said noses, but uh, I thought noses when I said that. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I'm b- 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 babbling. So thank you guys so much for uh, listening to the podcast. I much appreciate it. Make sure you do not text and drive. For gosh sakes, do not text and drive. You will get to your destination much safer if you just listen to a podcast on loop every one of them (laughs) but um stay safe guys appreciate it have a great time and we will see you here again soon on the playing on podcast peace